For the last four decades, Jim Moriarty has been involved in theatre, film and television. As the artistic director of Te Rākaupua o Te Wao Tapu Trust, he has performed at marae, prisons, schools and even in people's lounges. From the outset, his work is about telling stories that the audience will be affected by. In The Battalion, written by Helen Pierce Otene, it centres around Georgia and Rimene, who have to do work and menial tasks for Koro Paura, played by Moriarty. These characters intersect with each other, secrets bubble to the surface, and Paula's traumatic experience of leaving his brother behind in Crete during World War II haunts him. The story is about redemption and reconciliation. Young actors from local schools add to the vibrancy in parts of the story told through waiata, kapahaka and dance. So Jim, how long have you been running the battalion? How long has the show been in production? Oh, From its conception to... Well, it was first... I think it was first produced in 2002 in the Auckland Festival, yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe over a million people have seen it. Um, why do I keep doing it? I had to ask Helen, who's my partner, who wrote it. Who wrote it? She said, why am I still doing this? Because it's a damn good yarn. And it's about connecting. It's about many things, but it's about fellas my generation, you know. I'm old enough to be these fellas' koro, dad, uncle. It's about the old and the young learning from each other. And, of course, it pays a tribute to the mighty battalion. Yes. Those young boys who lied about their age and took off for an adventure, you know, and then, and then created children on the other side of the world. The genesis of the story was that actually Helen and I were in, in Greece. We were up there doing a play, and um, we were on our way back to where we were staying, uh, uh, you know, out in the countryside with all these little... Goat herders, literally, you know. Neat. And uh, as we were going back, it was all this cobbled street. It was in Delphi, actually. And um, I, uh, I saw this old chap riding this, this donkey. And, and he, he had to get this donkey up this steep flight of steps. So he got off the donkey and he was giving it a bit of a tap on the backside to get it up these steps. And I thought, steep? Was it a steep hill? Yeah, yeah. Oh. All cobbled. And I thought, what an amazing picture this would make. So, you know, being a polite Māori. From Tor here in Aotearoa. <laughs> I went up and I said, Excuse me, sir, do you think, could I take a picture? And he went, You're Kiwi? You're Kiwi? I said, Yeah, mate, I'm Kiwi. He said, Oh, you'll take many picture. And he rolled up uh, a shirt sleeve and tattooed on his forearm was an insignia of the Māori Battalion. And he would have been probably 87 at the time. He was old, and he was old enough to have stayed there after the war after the Second World War. And that's part of one of the stories, many stories inside this story, is of a young Māori boy who was left for dead, but wasn't, and um, he was brought round, revived, and he married into the local community. But because, he'd, because he ran away from home, really, because he'd been abused as a child... He didn't he, want to go back home. Uh, and he stayed quiet. Anyway, he said to his wife, on my deathbed, I want you to take me back. And so the story ends... It's about his kawe mati coming back to Aotearoa. Um, 
you know, whatever, 70 years later. Because he went over there as a 13-year-old boy. He lied about his age. Told him they were, what, what was the age, 16, was it? It was, but they were going in there 12, 13 now, boys. Some because they just wanted to be courageous, because I think the acts of parliament had gone through then to make, you know, mighty as soldiers official, right. you know, because in the First World War we were, we were the ditch diggers, really. You know, we didn't have the same status. So a lot of them rushed off because of Iwi pride, you know, um, but some because it was just a big adventure and others because they were running away from stuff. So that hutter that, that occurred for him when he was young is reflected in these mokopuna that we, we find. And I play his older brother, who should have brought him home but didn't, and fast forward 65 years or something and he's coming home. So, um, Jim, can we talk about the, the, the kids? These are from Sacred Heart? Saint so, so, some of these boys are from St Bernard's College. Some of the girls are from Sacred Heart. Some of the boys are from, well, some of them are, are, are boys who have left school, who are, you know, working out where they're going to go next in their life. Um, some of the other, the wahine are from St Catherine's. Some are from, well, they're freelance actors. Some are uh, from Pitira Training School. So there's a, there's a mixture of them from all over the place. They come here because I make a good feed. I put on a good feed <laughs> you put tonight. On a good, yes, yeah, yes. You've got to be able nice to put dinner. on a good feed. Yeah. And by that I mean, you know, you have to engage people in in the kai, the way to a kai. You know, they've got to know that this is going to be a good experience for them because nobody's getting paid nothing. But we put on kai when we can, but it's also about how we manaki and uffy each other. That's what really captures them and it's such a good story and you have to honour the ancestors that we have to do it right you know none of them are here because they're forced to be here it's because they want to be here here. yeah what was that little is that a little ritual for you jim to get everybody in a circle even before we start rehearsals i've been around a a wee while and i come from the almighty theater trust days in the 60s where you know the the rituals of encounter the rituals of our tupuna are just a instinctive part of what we do so we always cut a key you know we always give thanks and praise we have kai we do our mahi and we always provide at the end an opportunity for the audience to respond if they want to too so it's just like the marae eh? have you had any um in your experience 12 years um some of our vets yes yes um, yes we have plenty of vets have seen it actually we've um toured it up and down the country and we've gone particularly on to marae where we know they were into rsa's and um they cry and they laugh and they come up and they shake your hand, they huddy to you, hung you, and they just say thank you. And so we're happy to keep doing it, eh? It is an epic time of history and it's what we learn. What do we learn from doing the battalion? That we are really awesome people as Māori. War is a, an inevitable human process. It's still going on all around the world. Um, uh, rightly or wrongly, people get caught on different sides of the war equation. Why do we fight? Power, greed, money, race, ethnicity. 
you know, still in the world today. But um, this is honouring our ancestors. Ai, tēnā koe Jim Moriarty of Te Rākauhua o Te Waltapu Trust and students from St. Bernard's and Sacred Heart Colleges. Tēnā te mihi kia koutou.